Quest listeners. As you know, I'm Charlie McCarran, your composer host in Minneapolis, and I'm excited to announce the next Composer Quest Quest. As you know, February 14th is Valentine's Day, and whether or not you believe this holiday was perpetuated by greeting card corporations, it still can be a special day, right? So for this quest, I'm going to help you make someone's day very special by challenging you to write a piece of music to be performed by your valentine. It seems like the trend is to write a song that you perform for your valentine expressing your love, so I hope you like trying this unique spin on it. There are no real rules or restrictions to what kind of music you write, it just has to be something you think your valentine will enjoy playing. Now, if they know how to read music, of course you can notate music, or if they don't, Write out chords for them, maybe, if they play guitar. Or some lyrics alone, and they can come up with a melody. Whatever you think. In order to officially finish the quest, you should send me your finished piece, be that a score, or a recording, or a MIDI file, by Monday, February 17th. My email is charlie at composerquest.com. And I'd also love to hear a little story about how your piece of music went over with your valentine. Did it win his or her heart? Hopefully it will. Now let's go to the field to talk with Maya Heyman, who has some more thoughts about this Valentine's challenge. Maya, thanks for being on Composer Quest. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. So there's a very good chance you may be receiving a Valentine piece of music from someone. Not going to name names. Oh, boy. If you were to receive a Valentine's piece of music to play, what would you appreciate from that? I think I'd like it to be personalized to my own playing and things that I enjoy playing. Like, I really like playing low notes on bassoon, so I think it'd be cool to have a piece that had a lot of use of the lower register. But also, I think, more than what I want it to be, I'd like it to be communicating something to me. Mm. So the definition of Valentine, though, doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. As you have told me before, you think a little bit differently about Valentine's Day. I wish Valentine's Day was celebrated like it is in elementary school. I really like the idea of it celebrating all different kinds of loves, not just romantic, but friendships, parents, any relationships like that. Yeah. And speaking of elementary school valentines, um, word on the street is you had some awesome valentines holders that you made for when people need to drop off a valentine for you. It's true. That was 
one of the most exciting things about Valentine's Day in elementary school is that we made our own Valentine's boxes. And my dad would help me with mine. But I had some pretty great ones. One was a tape player where you could push a button and the like, cassette holder would open up and you could drop your Valentine in. But probably the most popular was my toilet Valentine box that you had to lift up the seat to put the Valentine in. And then there's a real flush lever, and when you flushed, a little sign would pop up that said thank you. Oh my gosh. And the lid, of course, was heart shaped. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say someone is writing a romantic Valentine. Maybe for someone who doesn't yet know this person likes them, is that recommended from your perspective? Or would that be creepy? I think it depends on how well you know this person and if you know they'll understand your message. Hmm. Not everybody might understand what you mean with a composition. That's true. And if it turns out they don't actually like you, who knows, that piece might not get played ever. It's true. But you could just pass it on to someone else, right? Maybe? <laughs> what girl wouldn't like somebody else's hand-me-down love song? Well, yeah, maybe that's not the best idea. I'm not steering people in the right direction with this Valentine's challenge, am I? I don't know. Well, maybe just think of someone who's very special to you. doesn't have to be a romantic interest, but someone who would appreciate a new piece of music to play. Yeah. And let's say that person is not the best performer ever. I wonder, maybe there's ways that composers could write it so that it is easier for that person to play. Yeah, I think that's part of the personalization of a piece. Mm -hmm. Make sure it's in their skill level. Or if you have a Valentine who enjoys a challenge, make it challenging. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, thanks, Maya, for being on the show again. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So there's your quest, should you choose to accept it. Good luck writing this piece of music for your Valentine. And again, email me, charlie at composerquest.com, with your finished piece by Monday, February 17th. You know I never really understood The love songs on the radio I have some artists to thank for donating their music to this episode. I put a call out for love songs on Twitter and Facebook, and I received some awesome tracks from people. If you heard any songs you like, make sure to go to composerquest.com quest7, and I have links to all the artists on that page. So the first song you heard in the intro is Let's Begin by Joel Buxton and Steve Crookshank of Brunswick Project. Next was Rushing Through the Garden by Joseph Hallman. Next, Can I Be Your Man? by Ben Miller and the MP3 Band. Can I be your man? Can I be your man? 
finally, I'm going to leave you with this dreamy track by The Claws called Nowhere Is Now Here. And again, best of luck with this Valentine's quest. Transpire